You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Here's the General Manager of Fixture and Broadcasting at the AFL, Travis Old. Travis, welcome back to Crunch Time. Afternoon, thanks for having me. (laughs) Could you ever have imagined drawing up a fixture where all Victorian teams are out, not a single team plays in their home state, and a full round is in New South Wales and Queensland. Well, uh, it, it's hard to believe that we've just announced round six and seven for the third time. So yes. Nice to get nice to get past that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we're moving. I mean, it's staggering. We're moving, I don't know, seven hundred people out of Victoria over the next couple of days. Um, not just into accommodation, but making sure we've got training facilities and stadium and whatnot. So it is, it is quite an exercise. How many different iterations did you run these rounds through in, in your workings in the office? Uh, I lost track, to be honest. It, it, this one really was um, quite complicated because, our, you know, with the quarantine um, regulations and, and then being different between states, um, you really it really was hard to, to get something that worked, not just for this week but for the next three or four weeks. Um, but uh, with our team, led by Marcus King, they did an incredible job to find a way through it, um, and so we're, we're, we're continuing on. Have you got eight, nine, and ten done? You, you sort of need to have uh, at least eight, nine done um, to make sure that it flows through, and so we've got a bit of an idea of what the following two weeks looks like, not not necessarily by time slot um, um, or, or sort of venue, but, but broadly, yes, uh, and so we're hoping maybe in the next... I don't know, five to seven days will release at least one more round, if not two. Is in any – so the 32 days, which has notionally been given, are you going to compress the fixture in those 32 days? So the last game in what you released is a Monday night game. Are, are there midweek games coming across this stretch? Uh, who knows? I mean, one, <laughs> one thing I've learned quickly is not, not to make any sort of definitive statements about what things are going to look like. Um, at this stage, I think we can get the five games away in the 32 days. Uh, but if things change, then we've certainly got the ability to compress uh, if we need to. Have you got a rule of thumb you're working with on what the minimum day's break is for a team? We've had conversations with clubs and certainly the Players Association um, that that a four-day break um, with the right conditions around it is certainly achievable. Um, and so, um, you, know, uh, you know, it's about travel and um, the day's break of the opponent. Whereas five-day breaks sort of used to be the minimum, I think in, in these conditions with a shorter game, maybe the odd four-day break um, um, clubs can live with. And Adelaide Oval, obviously uh, South Australia and Queensland were the, the two governments that, that changed the parameters. Queensland's been hugely accommodating with a hub. South Australia has said no. So the last game is when the borders open, July 20. What, what happens with Adelaide Oval in your mind from here? So hopefully we can have um, the two South Australian teams after that date spend some time at home. They certainly deserve that 
as do the two WA teams. And so I can see us rolling um, as long as we get the quarantine conditions right. Um, quite a number of teams through Adelaide Oval, as we will through Optus over time. Travis Older is with us, the boss of the fixture, uh, Luke Hodge. Yeah, g'day, Travis. I was just um, wondering, how much do you communicate with the clubs as far as their preference of where they go, or is it more of a, we need you guys to go here to, to keep the season rolling? Yeah, good question, Luke. I think in, in a normal year, we certainly work a lot with clubs about what they might have coming up. Um, it might even be around you know, school holidays, it might be around milestones, theme games, um, all those things that you would have been part of. That you think, how do you best build a season with a bit of a narrative? Um, yep. uh, this year it's not. This year it's a bit more about how do we just keep this thing going? And so clubs, sort of less about trying to, clubs picking and choosing and a lot more about um, what are the options in front of us and clubs have been really, really accommodating with that. They've understood that it's going to take a bit of a joint effort with some shared sacrifice here to, to get these 17 games done. Travis, Sam Edmund here. Thanks so much for your time this afternoon. I think most people would agree pulling Noosa is the quarantine version of winning Powerball. How did the Saints land there? Yeah, they snuck under the guard of a few. Um, when uh, when they, got, they got Noosa, um, um, I, I got a few texts from the, some of the CEOs saying, hey, we didn't know Noosa was up for grabs. So <laughs> as, Hod- as Hodgie will tell you, that um, they probably they probably hit the jackpot there and, and uh, good on them. I mean, it's, it's Gold Coast is not a bad second prize. Um, these guys have um, got really good facilities there and good accommodation and elite training facilities. So I think they're all pretty happy. They've, I'm sure they've all spoken to the SA and WA guys and they've been very complimentary of the facilities. And why are they in Noosa, Travis? It's clearly an accommodation issue. I think Carlton were initially going to be there as well, but it got a little bit tricky accommodation-wise and, and training facility-wise. Yes, Sam, it's, it's a combination of, um, uh, one, you've got to have the accommodation, the right accommodation facilities that allow for social distancing and, and the like, but also you've got to have enough training facilities. And so making sure you've got enough ovals and gyms um, for each of the clubs to cycle through um, is it, a bit of a you know is a bit of a maze and and uh, we originally had two in Noosa, we had to shift one to the Gold Coast just because there, w- there wasn't enough facilities there to accommodate two teams. I understand that clubs have obviously been given pretty stern instructions around obviously adhering to this quarantine period over the next two weeks, given the consequences would be pretty severe if there was a, a breach there. Yeah, and I, and I think the um, in some ways it's actually easier when you're on the road. Um, these guys are together in these hubs, um, all the staff are there. And so um, while the quarantine conditions might be different per state, um, I think, yes, number one, they do understand it. They certainly understand the consequences. But in a way, that they're going to knuckle down and focus a fair bit on footy, I'd imagine, over the next month. Uh, just the last one for me. I know you'd be reticent to, to look beyond round seven, but the Northern Territory... It keeps coming up as an option. We know they're really keen up there. The NT government and Darwin looks a magnificent venue. Clearly, clubs can be sent around the country into states where border restrictions allow it after they serve their quarantine. Yeah, and we've been working really closely with the NT um, government. But they've been incredibly supportive and generous um, in the sense of opening up um, their borders for us. Uh, we do want to play um, two or three games in NT, and I think... Um, we might see maybe over the next month or so um, some games. Um, you know, we've got Melbourne obviously play games in Alice, Gold Coast to play games in Darwin, and we'd like that to continue. Have you war games, Travis? What it looks like if there were circumstances where you couldn't play in Victoria after the the five week period? We haven't. No, um, um, we'll start working through some scenarios beyond this period soon. Um, 
you, you do need a scenario plan, but you also you can waste a bit of time working out what yeah. rounds, you know, 14, 15, 16 look like. Um, you've just got to look at get, getting through based on what's in front of you at the time and make the best decisions you can. So we're absolutely committed to 17 rounds, and we'll, we will make that happen. How that plays out in the back end, I just can't tell you at the moment. So, Tra- Travis, is it more likely that you'd have a buy after that 32-day period when the teams do come back to Victoria, or is that almost a, a fail-safe plan? Um, it's certainly an option. And so, you know, we keep saying the same thing, but we're certainly mm-hmm. open-minded to, to whatever it's, it's going to take. And whether, whether that's a buy or a split round or whether things change in Victoria or other states between now and then, I don't know. I've sort of given up predicting. <laughs> um, but but, but um, it, it, it's... It's a commitment we've made. It's a firm commitment we've made. And so we've just got to work out what best works um, after that 32-day period. The next two teams that would cycle through Western Australia, Travis, are they likely to face a scenario where they're in two weeks hard quarantine in their first destination and then go to Western Australia in another two weeks hard Mm. quarantine? Yeah, if the conditions don't change at the moment. So it depends where they've been. Um, New South Wales is a little different than Queensland, the quarantine um, requirements. But then again, they may change between now and when the next two teams go. But, but certainly teams coming um, at the moment from outside WA will need to quarantine when they go into WA, as Geelong and, and Collingwood will. So that, that's, in the various impositions, that, that's the hardest lot, isn't it? To, to be hit two weeks somewhere and then to get the next two weeks in WA. Yeah, I mean, quarantine um, um, in New South Wales different, is different than Queensland. But if you pick Queensland as an example, I mean, these guys have got access to a great facility. The Royal Pines Resort is one of them. They can move in and around the resort. They can go to training. They can play. And so it's not, not a hard lockdown quarantine like others might experience, but certainly there's obligations that are more than reasonable on these guys um, in terms of the protecting the health of each other but the health of the community. Are you finding it stimulating or exhausting? <laughs> a bit of both. A bit <laughs> of both. Um, uh, but I... I, I I do love the challenge, um, and, and there's a group of us who are sort of pretty deep into it. Um, what I am enjoying is I, I think supporters are, are sort of intrigued, um, certainly the level of interest that's coming through, not just the fixturing piece, but more importantly, the, our TV ratings, um, I'm sure they're flowing through the radio, um, it, it, uh, certainly well up on last year, and, and that was up on the year before. So that's what really matters is fans are enjoying it. They're enjoying the football. Um, there's lots of upsets, and hopefully that continues. Do you think in your fixture process you'll take any permanent learnings out of out of what you're living through, dictated by circumstances? Yeah, I think in this rush back to normal, we've got to really be careful about which bits we want to rush back to. And so um, not just in the fixturing component, but more broadly, what have we learnt? You know, already it's only five rounds in, but what have we learnt through these five rounds? What will we learn through this season that we can take into into future seasons? I, I think in some ways that's, that could be the most important piece of work that we do over the next four or five months. And are you still are you still running linear to October 24, or is it totally up in the air what the end date is? Yeah, look, we've never really focused on October 24. I, I know there's you know, there's an interest in as there should be in finals and grand final. For us, it's been a lot less about that. Um, it'll, it'll, it might be October, it might be November, um, it could even be December. We've got a lot of time, and I think one of the, the good decisions the industry made going into this year was shortening the season, because this gave us that flexibility along with shortening the game. Now, we probably even didn't realise we needed it at the time, but we certainly do now. Uh, and so that we're, we're, we're relaxed about that component. Um, it's more just working through some of the, um, the complications that exist right now. Hmm. 
Travis, uh, yeah, it's it's a level of intrigue we've never experienced before. Uh, good on you with what you're doing and good luck with it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.